Hi, everybody. The following show was recorded before the SAG after a strike and is being aired with the permission of our guest. everybody welcome to the sci-fi sisters podcast where we give you our point of view we are proud members of the trek geeks podcast network i'm your host tamia harper i'm joined today by my sisters yvette blackman tom hello sabrina wood whoop whoop and fran t what's happening Oh my goodness. What's happening, Fran, is that we've got this great interview for you guys today. Paramount was kind enough to grant us some time with Celia Rose Gooding, portrayer of Ensign Sindiota Uhura, and to talk about her latest episode, uh, Lost in Translation, Season 2, Episode 6 of Strange New Worlds, which is a whole Uhura episode. Wasn't it awesome, guys? It really was. Yeah. <clears throat> Yes, and she was awesome. Yes, she was. Yeah, you're gonna have, you're gonna love this this episode of the Sci-Fi Sisters. We've been waiting, so we really hope that you all enjoy this little show. Okay, hey everybody, we're here with Celia Rose Gooding. How are you, love? We're so happy to see you. I'm so good. I'm over the moon to be able to uh, to to speak with y'all for many many reasons, but I I. I, I really appreciate y'all's support of me. Y'all, y'all are very, very vocal in, in, in y'all's support of me. And I really, really appreciate that. So it's, it's an honor to share space with y'all now. So we, so we told you at the uh, beginning of the convention, I mean, the beginning of convention, at the red carpet for premiere for Strange New Worlds, that we had your back, honey. We were so proud of you. And like, we were going to take you with us and you were one of us. And we, so we mean that and we got you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I feel it. I feel it. And, and, and I really am grateful for it. So we're going to get right into it because we know we don't have a lot of time with you. So we're really grateful for the time that we do have. Thank you so much uh, for your time. Okay. Communications, Uhura, this episode, it's everything. It's so wonderful. And the whole time, I mean, first of all, you are amazing in this episode. You like, it's like a tour de force, like every emotion you portrayed, we were right there with you, girl, like the whole thing. So I know I'm I know I'm speaking on behalf of everybody, right, y'all? Right. Yes. <laughs> he comes to chorus. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I appreciate it. But one of the things that I was thinking about as I watched this episode was, you know, uh the the way that black folks in America we learn to communicate in so many different levels and in so many different ways. And I was like, this is the black person's experience. You know, so much of this episode, I mean, I, first of all, that like, we got to learn how to talk with these other people. And second of all, the, the, what's happening to them, the, the, the success of this other society 
is really what's killing these other people is being, you know, it's built on, there were so many similarities that I thought, what were you thinking as you were going into this role? So much, my goodness. Uh, episode 206, it, it, it was, it meant so much for Uhura, of course, and just to have those moments and to, 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 be that vulnerable and to still be received so well. I think that was so important for her to have. But for Celia, as an actor, as a Black person in this country in the year 2023, uh, uh, just how much of what Uhura was going through were things that Celia went through but didn't have the confidence to do it in front of others. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, And to play a character who doesn't necessarily have that same instinct to keep the emotional cards close to the chest, uh, uh, to play a character who doesn't necessarily feel held back by stereotype or, or held back by fear of what other people will think of her the same way that Celia very well may have when I was having those feelings of not knowing how to go on when being faced with such deep emotional anchors. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, And so playing a character who also is going through that in a very human way, but is not held back by the same fears of the time that I'm in versus the time that Uhura is in. It was just, it was really good. It was it was wow. really really good for me to have just because it I don't know y'all y'all as as women who who have so much life experience beyond myself and beyond uh, 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 what I have been through I feel like y'all's understanding of the world that I'm just now coming to terms with and just now making sense of I feel like mm. this episode is for people who see themselves or see younger versions of themselves in my Uhura, who see themselves as someone who like was given a lot of opportunity, but doesn't really know what to do with it, but can't Mm -hmm. say that out loud because they fear being looked at differently. Like Mm -hmm. I just now, just now come into terms with those feelings, but my, I, I couldn't help but think of my mother and my aunties and my grandmother who, who are very emotional creatures like myself, but because of the times in which they grew up, they didn't have an opportunity to say, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's very new, uh, uh, especially for Black women and femmes. And so, so much of just like the emotional work that I had to do was sort of putting my human survival instincts aside and reminding myself that I'm not in danger uh, mm. uh and reminding myself that I'm not I'm not in 2023 I, mm. I I'm not Celia I am Uhura in 20 something much farther <laughs> in the future okay. uh, uh, and those sort of things and those obstacles don't exist the same way that they exist for me mm-hmm. uh, uh, and I had to put those sort of again I call them survival instincts because that's what they are for us mm-hmm. uh, right. uh, and, and I had to put those aside and that was the hardest part I could play the 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 fear I could play the insecurity I could play the the, the real emotional just like 
drop of it, the, the, the hard part was being able to do it and then not immediately try to silence that or to take it back because that's mm-hmm. not what a mm-hmm. would do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I noticed that in, in the episode, the captain was right along with her. She, you know, he didn't, you know, I mean, he kind of questions like, well, kind of what's going on, but he believed you. Okay. Whatever you want. Okay. But you know, and I'm like, okay, he's being supportive. He He's not saying, no, you're crazy or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, you know, but why do we need to do this? Okay. You got it. But you know, yeah. this is, you know, but he, he supported her when you said, yeah. you know, cut down to this and, and captain, I really saw this. And he said, I believe you get some sleep. <laughs> you know rest. get some rest, so, rest. You know, get some rest you know so um i i really like that because you know in this 20 it's still in 20 is as you know i'm probably near your grandmother's age Doubt it. um you know there were times when i was in a room with people and they act like i was invisible you know yeah you know they they treated me as if i was invisible most of the time i didn't let them and sometimes i said yeah i don't care whatever but yeah. most of the time, I, I didn't uh, let them treat me. I was that as if I was invisible and that I didn't matter. And exactly. The, mostly, you know, in the work workplace and sometimes in at other places too. But most, I'm talking about the invisibility in a group in the workplace is what mm-hmm. I'm talking about I, right I now. Yeah, totally understand what where you're coming from and and, and what specifically you're speaking on. Uh, uh, and I'm sorry, uh, uh, it, it, it's one of those things that it, it, it's such a generational experience and, and something that I, I see very clearly in even different iterations. Now that I'm just, I, I grow and I, and I continue to just know what certain things look like, uh, uh, I see it. Uh, uh, and I'm very aware of it and it affects me in, in certain situations where I feel as though people's opinions of what I have to offer because of what I look like, because of how I present myself, that is definitely something that I'm aware of. And it was something that that I had to really be aware of in an episode where that's not happening, uh, 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 (laughs) simply because I had to, again, honor those who had to go through those moments of being silenced and being marginalized and being discounted in order for me to play, in order for there to be any merit or worth or, or real storytelling power in a situation where that's not happening. Uh, uh, Because I think sci-fi, the escapism is beautiful and wonderful, but I don't want it to be, so far removed from the black experience that it mm-hmm. seems unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that seems Somebody write that down. Thank you. And so I had to play that of like, yes, we are in a very different world, but those feelings, those fears, while they may not have been like beginning from her she comes from a community a people who have those generational almost genetic Mm -hmm. impulses to not Mm -hmm. go there Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and so I had to find a way to play that but also play there's so many things in mind that I had to keep an eye on just because I know what Uhura means to people Mm -hmm. uh uh uh, and I know what she means to this industry and our community 
And so I couldn't play her as somebody who did not exist in the same world of the world that we live in. But I also couldn't play her as somebody who's been through what my grandmothers and my aunts and my mothers have been through. It it was, Mm -hmm. it was such a balancing act. And I'm still, even though the episode was already done and (laughs) coming out next week, I'm still Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to do it. Uh, uh, um, You did it. You did did it. it. I tell you, the the moment that got me that, that was so telling was when um, she says, I hear something when she's on the bridge and and you say i hear something and like and he's and you're like but it's not there and he's like are you really here she's like i know it was there like okay i'm gonna run a complete diagnostic it was just like from (laughs) zero to a hundred right you know and Mm -hmm. that's us like that is us because we know that we have to be you know five times sharper and better and more thorough than everybody else like we don't have the luxury of singing around. i don't know what it is i mean the engineers might be able to figure it out and help yeah. no uh-uh mm-hmm. yeah, no because it's always going to come back to us you know and mm-hmm. that and the stigma of like you're crazy you're emotional you're too impassioned you're like mm-hmm. whatever stereotype people want to place on us at that moment it, it, it it's very convenient so she was just like okay i'm up i gotta figure this out i gotta do oh. it i gotta figure it out mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is such a generational impulse of like, I don't feel believed. Let me go do exactly. 110 to find proof. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I'm trying, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for y'all. We're in this. <laughs> I already know. I, I know I heard it. Y'all yeah. gonna hear it eventually. <laughs> so help me help you. Uh, uh, in a minute, y'all gonna understand everything. Exactly. Y'all about to gaslight me. That's not, right. not on my NC-17. Uh-uh. That's right. That's right. That's right. And don't be giving me no cookies either. Exactly. <laughs> and that, there were so many moments like that where I was like, this is such a, like, lovely Black experience of, like, I don't right. want a cookie. Right. <laughs> a cookie. Don't let me bust you in the nose again. Right. Like, do not make me cock this elbow back, sir. Right. <laughs> when he was getting up, I think she knocked him down <laughs> on the floor. But it, it, it was so real. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. It, uh, uh, sorry. No, don't, don't apologize. This don't is your yeah. time. And this yeah. is your shine. Yeah. Like, and you did the thing. You know, yeah, I did. Go, go ahead, Yvette. You look like you got something. No, I just wanted to. It's the same. It's just the. Um, the writing when Anitra mm-hmm. when she writes yes. for you it mm-hmm. is you know it is the experience uh, is. when she wrote you as that queen you were yes. given you were given all oh. your theater cred <laughs> was out there yeah. girl and then Thank with you. this you she gave us our aura you know because mm-hmm. like you said this means a lot to us yeah. it means a lot to all of us even if you don't watch Star Trek it means a lot to us to have you play this role and to find out more about her I mean because yeah. we're learning so much more I was just telling the sisters that you know in the future on the on Picard they gave you this wonderful future as a, a captain of the Lennon Grants I think it's called mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that particular ship like this is all about communications mm-hmm. you were the first one you had a, over a hundred first contacts and that's all this episode is about, is about first contacts. And that's I thought right. that just kind of, oh, it just, because I love learning the history, the canon of everything. Yeah. It just rolled right along. And I, I just love the writing and the, the writing of you in particular mm-hmm. yes. um, warms my heart. Um, because I, I think, I think uh, Onitra and you totally get it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Onitra and I, uh, uh, I can't help but gravitate towards her just because I, I feel in uh, with the writing team, I feel in such good hands, but when I want to, try and explain an experience that is very specific to my community and it 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 goes deeper than ways that my uh, understanding of language like there are sometimes there are things that I can't really communicate and can't really explain in a way that makes it make sense the same way as it would if you lived it and so when I reach out to Onitra and and she was watching that scene uh, uh that I had in my quarters with Kirk when I'm weeping uh uh and really just like laying it out all out on the table I remember just going to her and being like thank you uh uh uh, for giving me a space to sort of just finally say that uh uh and because just the the way I act my approach to acting is very much me infusing my lived experience in the moments and letting just whatever the emotional however it comes up is how it plays um and it, 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 Onitra and I had such a conversation about canon of how important it is to see a character that is so beloved for their professionalism, for their grace and their ability to pretty much take on anything, to know that that's who that person is, but to see them at their genesis so not that yeah. was so important yeah. for yeah. so many people because mm-hmm. it showcases and it reminds people who see themselves in a horror, but especially Black women and femmes, it reminds them that you don't have to be perfect and you do not have to be perfect at 22. That's like, right. You, right. You, like, I'm a baby. She, right. she, she, she's a child. Um, yeah. and, and she's been given this platform. And I know instinctively we carry that pressure to be the best at mm-hmm. everything all the time so people can't count you out. But there's such a pressure that comes with that and to play a character who doesn't really deal with that in the same way or doesn't have the knowledge of the person she's going to become to play her in a very vulnerable space just continues to showcase her humanity. I think that's what Mm -hmm. we're doing. Mm -hmm. And speaking of weeping, when you were, and you were talking about grief, I just lost someone real close to me. So so of course, thank you. And so of course, you know, and they what they said was because I think sometimes I'm for, in my mind I'm try, I'm forgetting him, but I'm really not forgetting him. It's just too hard. Excuse me for me to remember no, him. It's too hard yeah. for me to remember him. And when you all had that conversation and you said, you know, I really didn't deal with it. You know, I put it away. You know, when your fam, when the character's family died in the subtle crap mm-hmm. and everything. And you mm-hmm. like, and you didn't deal with the grief and everything. And I'm like, why am I getting over this so fast? And then when you all said that, it was like, okay, it's too hard for me to remember right now. So yeah. mm-hmm. thank you for that. That that helped a lot. It's really all hard. about... I was recently having a a conversation about where the weight goes and Mm. the weight. Yes, it is a weight on shoulders. It's a weight on your chest. It's a weight on the back of your, on like the base of your spine. It's a full body situation. And that weight doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go Mm. anywhere. Mm -mm. The weight is going from her shoulders to her hands Mm -hmm. in a sense that she can see it. She can hold it. She can protect it. So it doesn't overtake her. Yeah. And 
that was such a lesson for me. I, my father passed when I was very young and I still, when I have to play people who have like, like, who've also lost their parents, it's very difficult for me to sort of like do that because I, in the same way, the, where my grief sits is different every day. Yeah. Um, and during that episode, my grief sat right at the top of my throat and it made it mm-hmm. really hard to get those mm-hmm. words out. Mm-hmm. And so much of it was just taking that weight off my neck and putting it in my hands and looking at it and saying, this is where you are today. Hi, <laughs> I see you. Hi, baby. Uh, and, and just holding it and being like, you are valid. You make so much sense. You're not going anywhere, but if you could just like hit my pocket real quick and stay in there so I can check it with you later. But it's all about honoring that. And, and instead of doing the, the thing that I've been instinct to do is just to say and try and run away from it like that. Uh-huh. That's not, I can't throw it to run. Like that's not a that's not a, a, a thing that I can do. Uh-huh. And to play a character who is not doing that, but she's also a representation representation for so many people who see themselves in her. To see her doing that thing that other people who love and respect her will also have to do in their life because that's just the circle of it. It mm-hmm. was, it was, it, it just, it, it felt like it was such a gift for me. Cause as the, like, as a member of the black community, we as a community have lost so much, mm-hmm. uh, yes. uh, especially in this decade, especially in the year 2020, I feel like our grief is under a spotlight and it would be disingenuous to play. It would be disingenuous and it would be incredibly disrespectful to play that grief as something you can just step out of when you have right. a big job. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it wouldn't be, um, oh, I forgot the word. I, it wouldn't I, be I think I'm, I think I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> with, with, <laughs> Fran and hearing about I remember hearing about your father and all I, I was yeah. there too so I yeah I yeah. get it oh I didn't yeah. know this was turned to a grief session oh <laughs> all right well it's so important but it's so important because we're yeah. so traumatized yeah, was, yeah we're, we're such a traumatized that, people that you know we sometimes we should get that grief is part of being a human and, and that was um, the episode you know that was the mm-hmm. episode I told you he'd come back. I told you. Like it was uh, 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 Hur's vision of Hammer. I feel like, yes, it was specifically Hammer, but I feel like what informed me as an actor was making it bigger than just him. Right. Right. Her parents. Her parents. Her father. It was, it uh, like even though she doesn't have knowledge of this person, like it's also Michael Burnham and Cisco mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Michelle and just mm-hmm. like every black member of Starfleet who has had to do the hard thing and persevere mm-hmm. to get that nod of permission and that nod of go forward, you can continue. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I really felt like that came through. It did. It did. It came through. I thought about Michael Burnham. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the, yes. 
you saw like mm-hmm. the my immediate thoughts were uh on this episode were because like seeing it writ large on like the black heart you know yeah. i mean i i saw our experience throughout this entire episode mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. and the and the and the weight of that grief as you're talking about the the generational impact on mm-hmm. it in our bones mm-hmm. you know um that we carry so much more than just our particular lived experience mm-hmm. you know and um, then um sorry go ahead no that's it go ahead on the other side of the grief we also have the profound joy yeah and 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 the the I don't know. I can't help but smile when I think back to that scene of when she steps out of the elevator and she finally is like, hey, stop, stop. And for that to be received from her team and been like, we hear you, it is mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and then she has that moment where she's, it, it, I, don't, I don't even say anything. I think it's Pike who's talking, but you see it on my face, at least I think I see it on my face, of like her coming back to herself in a way that is like only so delicious and gratifying and lovely to see because we see how far away she gets from herself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we see that she return did. to the self of her getting comfortable. And that's almost, again, a a a joy and a relief that is so generational. Mm-hmm. And, and is so much bigger than herself. I keep my mm-hmm. hand on my heart just because it comes from a place that is so much mm-hmm. bigger than, than, than what I can conceptualize with my one brain. Um, but we flip that coin and we see the joy and we see the security and we see that it only comes from after navigating those difficult spaces. Right. Yeah. right. We, we, yeah. we see it only after she went we appreciate the brightness and the lightness of her smile again mm-hmm. we don't see her smile until like and that was very intentional for me yeah. like we don't see her smile until she's back in a place of again she's not healed she's not better she's not mm-hmm. fixed but she's put it in her hands now she's back in control mm-hmm. and that is where the joy comes from of being like, oh, no, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything. I, I tell you, my joy came when I heard your character say fire torpedoes. That yes. was my joy right uh, there. I, and, and they did it. They fired those torpedoes. Okay. She's got it figured out. And I, the, th- the other thing I really want to say to you, and I, and I say this as somebody that, like like Fran, we saw the original show. We were going to tell you that story for the 99 millionth time. You know time. And I want to hear it but, 99 million nope. more times. <laughs> no, not, not, not today. Not today with you because <laughs> when you did that last scene with you and Ethan Peck and oh Paul Wesley God. all sitting yes. there, I got goosebumps. And I said yes. to myself, she's Man. playing a horror, but she's playing her a horror. Yeah. And and I think Nichelle can rest because um, you got it, girl. Mm-hmm. You got it. It was mm-hmm. like you don't have to imitate her. Nope. You don't have to try to look like her or be like her. You're just doing your Uhura, and that right. is her. It was Nyota. I was like, well, mm-hmm. tears, okay. goosebumps. Yeah, all of it. And it is fine. It was, it was we are there. Okay, with you being 
Perfectly. That's it. Right. Yes. That's it. You don't Thank don't you. ever think I... that you ever have to compare yourself no. with Nichelle Nichols again. She is Nichelle Nichols. Yep. That's yeah. it. That's her space. You can't be there. So now you got your right. space and we're here for you. That's yep. it. Oh. I was I, I was like I know. there's so many tears flowing. Right I know, now. Like, we're all crying. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a fantastic day to cry. Yeah. What a lovely day to be honest with our feelings. Always, always. Thank yeah. you. Nice. And that, that scene was I was grinning. I thought oh. my mouth was gonna fall off. When the <laughs> you all were sitting there together. It's so good, right? Wasn't Isn't it? Isn't it great yes. to know in canon that it was it was Neota who introduced Spock to when they showed the handshake. And then there's this moment, and I hope they keep it in the edit because it was so. I'm I'm such a detail oriented actor that like there's certain things that I'll be, and, and I know they hate me for it. They don't hate me, no. <laughs> But uh, uh, I often will like go to the 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 director hub where they're sitting in front of all the um the monitors, and I'm like, so I don't know if you caught it, but there was a moment where uh, Spock looked to Uhura, almost like looking for permission to sit, and she just we saw that. Sorry, we saw it, and you and you did. Yeah, it's all there. Uh, we, because we good. all noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. it's still there. I said, she looked at Spock. I mean, Spock has the hair. That, you know, well, can I say? Can, can I? Okay. Can I join? Can I join? Is it okay? Yeah, like it, it yes. was such a a clear sign of like the beginnings of the level of respect that Spock has for Uhura, yes. and uh-huh. also reflection of how just in those moments where Uhura is looked to and treated. Listen, my goodness, uh-huh. the moments where Uhura is looked to and treated with respect and care and acknowledgement yes. of what she has been through up until this moment, the moments in which we see these commanding officers, these often white men yeah. look mm-hmm. to her and check in and say, are you comfortable? Mm-hmm. Like, I know what you've been going through this past episode or, or, yeah, or yeah. how <laughs> I telegraph it over the past couple of weeks. I also know where you were in season one, where you weren't feeling as if this is what you wanted to do. Like, are you comfortable? Mm-hmm. That? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. We all know the importance of consent, but like that was what it, it was so important for for me to know that audiences see that these people, these people who are superior officers, when we meet them, have the respect for her in her beginnings. Mm-hmm. Right. She didn't have to earn it. She didn't have right. to do anything to do it. She mm-hmm. had it because they understood the importance of her having it. Mm-hmm. And that was, I was like, that has to be in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, not, we noticed it. We saw it and it's still it there. there. Yeah. 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 All the beginning. We do. We would, re- it's definitely something we would notice. Yeah. yeah. I think we and always. And that's why because, I need everybody to see yeah. it because yeah. some people may not see it. And I needed folks to say, listen, the Uhura you're seeing is worthy of the same respect, the same kindness, the same patience, the same mm-hmm. agency that Lieutenant Uhura has, and there mm-hmm. was nothing that was going to prevent her from having it. The same way that in the year 2023, people may still have those instincts to be like, mm, I don't know if you've earned my respect yet. Okay. Like that, that not being a thing for this episode was just like, I needed it. I needed it back. <laughs> so I'm glad we have it. Yeah. Thank uh, you. I, I think like we just... All of that that you guys were just talking about for 
who are, I think is so, why this episode means so much to all of us. We see the beginnings of the character that we came to know, but I mean, the way in which it's done is just so beautiful. Um, it's, it, it really is everything. When we got to this episode in the screeners, like I, it came out of the blue. I mean, we were all sitting up here in our fields about it um, because it's so much bigger. And, you know, it's like, as you've said so well, you know, it really is so much bigger. Um, and just to see uh, the beginnings of all these smarts of her, everything that is supposed to know about her, like it didn't just come out of nowhere. Um, you play her, you're so careful with her and you're yeah. so respectful of her. Uh, we couldn't have asked for better. We couldn't have asked for more. You know, it, I mean, we really couldn't have. I mean, I, I have no final question unless somebody else does. I just have a lot of praise. I don't need, I'm just going to sit <laughs> here and bask in my yeah. feelings. <laughs> I just have a lot of praise. Like we told you in the beginning, like, I think you are an uncommon um, light on this earth. And you're so full of power and grace. And I love how you're channeling and directing it. And no, you don't, even with all of that, you're absolutely right. You don't know how to have to know how to handle it all, all the time. None mm -hmm. of us popped out of the womb knowing how to handle stuff, you know, <laughs> right? Listen, I sure didn't. Yeah. None of us. We had to learn. Yeah. We had to learn. And Live it's an how experience. we go through yeah, and it's how we go through that journey to learn that makes everything like what what are we learning? And girl, you're doing the thing. And yeah, we just we just love you to pieces. And like we said, thank we thank always you. got your back and we will always I know it. always the trek and, in and, and out of trek. <laughs> That's right. Know, thank you. And I hope you know that that gives me so much permission to do new things because I know I have a community of you do women of black women specifically who ride for me so hard oh, yeah. <laughs> and there is nothing like the support that I receive from my community because it is of mine mm -hmm. and so when I look to choices that I'm making and I'm like oh I don't know how I feel about that I remind myself a it's not always about me and b there are people who are wiser more knowledgeable more experienced in life who support me so how dare i betray them by getting in my own way so mm -hmm. thank you thank you welcome you're welcome thank you thank you everybody i hope you guys watch this episode and enjoy it she's Ooh. amazing you're gonna love it, it. please watch it please that episode <laughs> is it thank you thank you i got thank you i gotta say this while you're here peace love and hair grease y'all and we're back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that show. Yvette, where can people send their thoughts about Celia or about this latest episode of Strange New Worlds Lost in Translation if they want to tell us? You can find us at SciFiSisters.com. That's S-Y-F-Y-S-I-S-T-A-S dot com. Join us on The Mothership. That's M-U-T-H-A-S-H-I-P. And the Sci-Fi Sisters Book Club, both on Facebook, on TikTok, Instagram, and threads, sci-fi.sisters. And we are also on the Twitter at Sci-Fi Sisters. 
Become a patron of Sci-Fi Sisters today at patreon.com forward slash Sci-Fi Sisters. The Trek Geeks Network's presenting sponsor is Fansets. Go to fansets.com for pins and memorabilia for all your favorite franchises. Visit fansets.com and use Trek Geeks, all caps, for your exclusive 10% discount. After listening to this podcast, please rate us and write a review. We may just read it on an upcoming episode. <laughs> and of course, we would be remiss if we didn't shout out the baddest engineer in any and all universes. He's responsible for the music you hear on our show, as well as our production services. So if you are in need of his skills, look him up. He's Dose the Anonymous One. Check him out on dose, Instagram. Dose, 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 dose. <laughs> I never want to let his theme music play. Check him out on Instagram. <laughs> Dose underscore the anonymous underscore one. And uh, that's it for us, guys. We love you very much. Thank you for listening. Peace, love, and hair grease. Hey, everybody. It's time for the shorty shout out. We'd like to thank the following people for your contributions on Patreon.com. Thank you for helping making the Sci Fi Sisters grow. Anna Post, Susan V. Gruner, Mohammed Noor, Anne Marie, Sue K., Karen Dramera, Duffy Balston. Eve England, Dave A. Gregory, Timothy Baum, The Chief, Ernesto Castagna, L.M., Howard Hogan, J.R. Poole, Ann Bradley, Scott Jensen, Jamal Taylor, Starbase Centaur 4210 Productions, Stephanie Dole, Sailor Marge, Stephanie Baker, Kalia Zawacki, Liza Albright, T.J. Jackson Bay, Olga Kravchuk, Peter Heisler, Olga Klein, Linda Anderegg, Zakia Graham, Bill Erickson, Mark Richman, Marcus Bigham, Rita Passant Nethersole, Kendra Stranad, and Rhonda G. Thank you all so much for your patronage. We love you. <laughs>